Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I'm Brian Shackman along with John Senecal. It's the Wayne Gretzky episode number 99. The Wayne Gretzky. After yeah. Aaron Judge just won the MVP. Is he 99? Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, is he 99? Is. This guy. I could care less. <laughs> I could care less. If I had a vote, I'd have voted for Otani. You would have been the third person. <laughs> right. That's 100% true. The guy behind the guy. <laughs> Listen, to break it down, we'll talk about the MVP stuff. We'll talk about some free agent stuff as well on this episode. And we're lining up some guests. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we'll have – you said that um, – What's his name? The young man who was in the Baltimore organization who who retired. Willie Yan. We'll get Willie Yan. We'll get Rico Bronya. Well, hopefully, we'll get Bobby Dickerson as well if we get a chance. I mean, he what a run they had. It just came up short. They went up two one in that series. I thought. Yeah. Houston's just too win. good. They were just too good. It's just the team America loves. To and hate. you get that home field advantage too. That sucks. You hate you hate to be up against that. Well, you don't want to go back if you're the road team. You you don't want to have to win both of those six and seven. It's just no. impo- it's impossible. But let's start off with the MVP. Uh, you know, Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, I, I feel great for him, and, and he's had a you know he's been around a long time. I mean, for him to do that at this juncture in his career, I think is is completely impressive. It's amazing how long he's been around. Like he's been around like longer than Trout. Yeah, I mean he and 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 to peak, and I don't know if it's because the lineup you know insulated him a little bit, or I'm not really well, sure. Has he finished? I feel like he's finished like in the top two, runner up like twice now. I feel like in his career. Yeah. And then I, in a way, I almost feel like he would have gotten less votes because Arenado finishing and taking so many votes away. Right. But I mean, no doubt he had such a great season. It's just like he is such an unsung. He's like like uh, Jose Ramirez. Right? You don't ever talk about the guy, but he's always good. Like, when has he not been good? When has Paul Goldschmidt not been good? No, and he broke in, and, you know, he's obviously spent years and years with Arizona, broke in in 2011. Well, that's, yeah, Trout's rookie year. So he's the same and age. He's as a career Trout, 295 hitter. I mean, that's, and I mean, he's not super, like, over the top in, in any one category necessarily, but in the National League, although you can't discount it anymore. I was thinking about this. You know, 35 home runs and 115 in the NL. I feel like 
the way the offense pre DH was lighter in the NL, it's not really going. Those numbers are going to even out yeah. between the two leagues. It's not going to be the case. But we really don't. And he wasn't playing for Colorado or anything like that. I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, there's not he's much. He's had to a say. very steady career. He's had a great career. He's a great player. Boom, done. Let's go on over to Judge because we we obviously are figuring out. This what... is this is the biggest debate I think everyone had is because because Otani is the two way right. Everybody loves the two-way player, which he almost needs like his own award. Well, you know, it is interesting when you talk about value. I think actually, listen, Aaron Judge deserves the. I mean, and no one's going to argue that he doesn't deserve the award. And I, but I do think like Otani is one of the best baseball players to ever live. Yeah, it's right? a wording thing. It's a it, the most valuable. Where player. would the Yankees be without Judge? Nowhere. They would have been awful. And and the Angels were awful anyway. Right. So, I mean, you know, the only one I really remember is, remember, like, I think of Cal Ripken won the MVP when the Orioles finished in last or yeah. something like that? And it was like a big controversy because it sort of, people thought it prostituted the meaning of the award. But when you hit 311 with 62 home runs, 131 RBIs, and your OPS is over 1,100. I mean... And the biggest thing... No errors. And you brought that up the other day. Unbelievable. I didn't. I didn't even. I had no clue. No clue. And 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 to think about you played center field at Yankee Stadium Mm -hmm. and around the rest of baseball and right field, not a throwing error, not a fielding error, not charging a ball, not bouncing off your glove. It's it's unbelievable. So it really goes back to, to this. There has been no news of him signing, and I'm curious of what you think that quiet means. I mean, the collusion between the Mets and the Yankees, I mean, that, that was— You have it. something to talk about, right? Well, I mean, it's interesting in the sense that personal relationships— I mean, Steve Cohen's a competitive dude, and I, you know that there was a part of him for a while that was like, should I, should I, should I? And at some point, he, he made the personal decision not to do that to Hal Steinbrenner— and he, whether they get put up on baseball suspension, what, whatever the investigation is, I have no doubt that he, you know, gave Hal call and said, "Listen, I'm not going to do this to you. I just want you to know." And and that's that. But I'm more interested in the quiet. What does the quiet mean? I just think it means that it's early. That's all. I mean, how many? How often do you see big time free agents sign before Thanksgiving? But why wouldn't you go for, for it early? I, well, they, Cashman said they made an offer since spring training to Judge. I think they made it during the season. Um, I don't obviously don't think they made it after the season. But again, we talked about this. We talked about this. You wonder, you know, do you lay in the weeds and wait and see what he has to offer from other teams? It's it's such a slippery slope. I feel like I feel like the Yankees just have to come out and just offer him something and he can't refuse. Right, like now. I, I just feel like in Rizzo, the signing of Rizzo to the two-year deal, I mean, he, Rizzo is openly— I mean, for all know, we know, this could be—he could already be coming back to the Yankees, for all we know. And it could just be a matter of him saying, like, I want to announce it in December when my family is all in this spot. I know they were sitting in—when they made the announcement, they are sitting in some home theater. But who knows how it works? I mean, I have such a hard time believing he is not coming back to the Yankees. I just do. I just have—like, the, the puzzle is so perfectly— a line for him to play and be a Yankee out in the stadium, out in the Monument Park, the whole nine. I mean, I'm just beating a dead horse sure, here. Right. But I do think if San Francisco comes in with something big and if, if it's a sign at all costs, I mean, there's a couple teams out there that could make the yeah, Yankees I don't think, I don't miserable. think the Yankees are, I think the Yankees will get outbid money wise, but I think it's going to come down to. What Aaron you, Judge wants, what he wants to be his legacy about. Does he want to set the home run record in the AL and play for the Yankees and all of a sudden go run off to the San Francisco Giants? Yeah, the San Francisco Giants have been a great organization, but yeah, they're but not the New York Yankees. It's not like Brady 
where you're going to go to a team for like three years. Right. He's going to go somewhere where for five or six years where it's going to be a split and cap. NFL and, quarterbacks are such a different. No, but the thing. point is, I'm just making exactly. a, a comparison because he's not he's not going somewhere for a cup of coffee. No. Where he might end up, depending on what happens in the playoffs, if he goes somewhere else and wins a World Series, he might end up being defined by that team. Right. Aaron Judge is not signing a one year with an option. No, that's crap. not my, that is not even my that's point. What, I know. It's what, my point is he's going somewhere for a long time and if he does well there, he will be defined by there right. and not here. Not the Yankees. And and that that's the problem for the Yankees. I just think that there's a I don't know. I just when you talk about this silly money, I guess it's cuz I'm maybe it's just the frugality in my mindset. Like I just can't even judge like nobody's worth that. I just don't and does it hurt your ability? Anybody that gives Aaron Judge a contract for eight years, right, knows that he's not going to be valuable for no. probably four years of that deal. Right. He's just his age. He is past his prime for a Major League Baseball player. The way it's defined nowadays, a 32-year-old, about to turn 32-year-old player, is past their prime. Yeah, that's right. It's just how it works. But I mean, they, they, yeah. I don't make the rules. It's just how the analytics played it out. Yeah. So they have to do it. And I'm just, you know, I just can't stand that there's nothing really interesting I think it's a Yankee six years. I would just say six years, three hundred million. Give him fifty a year, and then hopefully maybe some options on the back end. Or you give him a stake of the team. You gave him the captain. Him and New York are a great fit. We all know that he's not going anywhere. I just think putting a C on his jersey is not the same as millions. I do think that the way modern athletes work, if you go from the LeBrons, and you know baseball stars are not on the same level as football and basketball. They're just not, and. I think the equity stake is something that would be – I mean, you don't mess around with it. You're worth five, six, seven billion dollars $7 And you give them a little percent if you of give that. Him, if you give them 1%, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of money. We're talking, you know, that's $50 million right there. Yeah. So, so there's ways around everything. But I do think that that would appeal to somebody like him. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. if you want to look at yourself as like a global brand, you, you're part you're owner, part of, the owner of the New York for, Yankees for, for, for life. Exactly. And I think that that's up. But what they everyone do made that? such a big deal about Jeter owning like one zero point eight nine percent of the Marlins, right? Right. Imagine owning one percent of the New York Yankees. Be incredible. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I it goes to the next question before we we get into anything else, which is, do you think the Steinbrenner family will ever give up the team? Because there were rumors that Hal might sell. It doesn't really love baseball. Nobody's in the pipeline to run it. Yeah. But it's such an asset. I mean, I think it really comes down what to- What did he pay? George it? paid 10? 10 million? Yeah, it was something like the eight or six. or It was not more than $12 million. I mean, to answer your question, I think it, it just really depends on can they keep it in the family. I think that's very important to them because it's always been associated with the Yankees, modern day Yankees. Obviously, right. since he bought it, what was it from CBS or something? He bought but it, it was from, like early seventies. Yeah, so it's you know it's not worth six billion, but it would go. Listen, if the Washington Commanders go for six billion, the Yankees will go for eight. Oh, the Yankees should be double that. Freaking Commanders. Well, the Commanders are surprisingly the top five most valuable yeah, franchise. But I mean, in they're the Commanders. So are the Cowboys, and nobody cares about them except. Well, for, you don't. You don't care about them. <laughs> you don't care about them. A lot of people. do. Yeah, a lot of people care about the Cowboys. But getting back to this, the selling the team, right? I don't. I. To answer your question, if they can keep it in the family, I think they keep it in the family. I think that's an important thing to them. And obviously, uh, they're going to die off. And if there's no one, they got to have kids, I would hope, or somebody with with the name. But if not, maybe the last parting thing is to sell the team. Somebody's going to buy it, or some conglomerate will buy it. Of course. There's so many wealthy people, individuals. Look at what Steve Cohen did. I mean, there's just plenty of people— that want something else to do that have you know billions and billions. And who is of the right person to sell it to? I mean, I don't want to think you sell it to Jeff Bezos and turn it into a barcode. 
No, but Bezos, I think, will buy the Commanders. I do. I think he will. But anyway, he's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. And, you know, just looking at the general, like, broaden out the free agent market. You know, when I talk about Xander, which there's really nothing to report other than I, I wonder what his value is. I mean, you, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, even Dansby Swanson. Well, you know, I mean, you know, like who, going it, back to what you said before about Judge, right? If they wait and these guys start getting plucked, where's your plan B? Because I would think a Yankees plan B if Judge leaves would be someone like a Trey Turner. You're going to, I mean, even if Judge stays, I would think the Yankees would want to target someone like that if they can afford it. I mean, say well, if, that, if that, they want to pay for it. Well, the problem with the Yankees is if they give them $50 million, to, to what degree does it constrict them in other places? Right. And I mean, no, they can afford it, but do they want to pay it? Well, I mean, and do they want to pay the taxes and all the draft pick crap that's associated with it now? But you can really, if you you can poo poo the luxury tax stuff, but that's really like well, it's big bucks when it yeah adds, when, when you're you get just, up there you're just adding to the and it's, it's not just that you lose you lose uh, depth in draft picks now too like you'll go from the third pick to the second yeah. round pick if you and that's spend a concern. Too much. But my point is is that you know I'm not going to restate the point about Xander being more worth more to the Red Sox than other teams, but like. The longer somebody like Xander stays out there, I think the worse it is for his market. Now, I'm just curious if there's any other free agents out there. So you think there would be, have to be a big countersigning if they lost Judge? And I would say that there's no countersigning if they lose Judge. I mean, there's well, no, no countersigning, there's no, but you need to no do something. There. You're gonna, there, there's no way that the Yankees are going to lose Aaron Judge and their fan base is going to be like, all right, cool, let's roll into next season. Because they didn't have anything other than Aaron Judge this season, you right? Wanna, you want to hear something funny? Out of all the outstanding left fielders in free agency, including Ben Attendee, Joey Gallo has the highest war. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're out there. Yeah, I would bring Jason, no, 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 I would no, bring I, Jason Dominguez up I before saying, I would have Joey Gallo. It's really funny that that's the case. And I don't really— I'm well, not, he does walk a lot, right? I'm not a huge—you know, I still haven't completely converted to all the Moneyball stats. But, I mean, is, is there anybody—say you get Judge and you're essentially the same team. So you have to add somewhere, and even if you bring up, you know, one or two of the young kids, they, they're not necessarily going to be. Well, it depends. If you add different. Judge and you want to spend the money, you have you go after that. Trey Turner is a difference maker. You slot him in the top of your line and put him at short, and then the Yankees have versatility. You can move those other guys around or trade Glaber. Glaber's still young. I try to. I probably hold on to him, but you have versatility to trade. Donaldson's a thorn. Lemayhu, if he's healthy, can fill all those roles and slot around the infield. Rizzo's back for two more years. Um, you you got to listen. I don't care about the health. Yeah, like well, you could look at Ben Attendee, I guess, and try to bring him back, and maybe he he liked his time in New York. You could try to bring up one of your younger players. I mean, I think uh, Florial, his ship has sailed. I mean, Jason Dominguez is probably too young for the standards. Um, You could look and trade in the trade market. Available like Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo is a good on base guy. He gets on base a lot. He'd be a good choice. it just really depends on what they what happens with Judge. I think I, if it, if Judge if Judge stays and they give him fifty million dollars a year, that's gonna that's gonna there's hamstring not a, you a little bit. Not a I, think. T- I don't see outside of like the shortstop position. No, there's not. I, a there's lot. not a lot out there, no, there and isn't. there's not a lot worth going after. And I think that's why everyone's talking about the shortstops again because you know Correa's back in the fold because he opted out. So you look at they keep talking about Philly. That wants a shortstop, so they're thinking Bogarts or Turner or Correa, one of those three. So you think they're take one of those three? I see Bogart really interesting because I think Bogarts, one of the places he would fit is Philly. Yeah, I think he would fit good because there's not a lot of offensive pressure for him to exactly. produce, and he's like a ten out of ten in the lo- in the locker room, right in the in the clubhouse. 
Where, I mean, I was saying Korea's not. Korea's impressed me a little more. I, I mean, I just loop him in, lump him in with Houston, so I haven't really given him a chance. But yeah. like by all accounts, he's a solid. He's solid. Yeah. And I don't know much about Trey Turner, so I would say Trey Turner for your value is probably the best out of all of them. He won't hit as many home runs, but you know, he's. I think he's younger. He's I mean, just a great baseball. Player. He's just so fast. He's just a very dynamic player. Gets yeah. on base, hits fair average. He does hit like twenty something home runs. Um, so, so prediction before we go, when when do you think we'll get news? Do you think it'll be in the new year? I think it will be Christmas time for Aaron Judge. I think it will go into that. I don't think it's going to be one of those New Year things. I don't think it's going to drag that far, but I think it will be. But is that going to set off the dominoes? Is everyone going to wait until he signs? A lot of times, that's how it works. They wait to the big free set, agents to set the market. Set the will. market. You know, I mean, I, I don't. Obviously, I don't think anyone's getting paid what Aaron Judge is going to get paid. I mean, Degrom might come close. But and Verlander might come close. Oh, I wouldn't but give I wouldn't one give, of those guys. No, but close. if Scherzer's forty three million, right. somebody's gonna give them that money. You know that. You know someone's gonna pony up forty million dollars for Verlander, even if it's a one year deal. He just came off a of Cy Young. Who cares? They don't care. They, they, they baseball is so driven by what you just did. It's insane. Man, I wish I was a good baseball player. <laughs> Makes them. I mean, I, look at these guys like Michael Harris, who who who, who won the NL Rookie of the Year. That dude hasn't even played at all, and he just signed like an eight-year, $98 million contract. But you know what? Atlanta's so smart, though. Because they are smart. Even they- if a couple of those guys don't pan out, if you if you lose the three years on a judge contract, that's $150 million. If you lose the last three years on that contract, it's, you know, 50 Yeah. So, I mean, there's a big difference. I wonder what the deal with these contracts is going to be when the, when the tax man and the deferral man starts coming. Because the money that's being deferred in all these contracts now is insane. I mean, some of these guys are – do you think Bobby Bonilla is getting paid? There's guys that are going to be getting paid like $10, $15 million a year 10 years, 15 years from now. Good for them. Right? But that's crazy because everyone's saying payroll, payroll. But, I mean, you think some of this deferred money on this payroll is going to be increasing close to $100 million for some of these teams. Yeah. I, You know, in some ways, because I think that the game has been really hurt by the economics, whereas, like, the, the economics haven't really hurt football, in my opinion. But I think baseball has been hurt by the economics. Well, the guaranteed contract. But I think at some point it wouldn't be great if it all blew up. I mean, it, they're obviously still printing money, but the, the, the thing that would change the dynamic well, FTX will be, was one of their sponsors. Uh, <laughs> will be when when a TV contract isn't for more than it was in the past. Right, when they that, give up on the TV. That's that's when you can see the freak out on the salary side. As long as the revenues continue to go up, they'll continue to spend more. Yeah. It's when the revenues don't go up. I mean, look at the Red Sox. The Red Sox act like a small market team now. They do promotions all over the place, all this and that. I mean, it's, it's kind of silly. Yeah. It, it kind of makes me mad, but... That's because they stopped making as much money, and they need they need to find ways to juice the revenue. So that's the only thing that I see to change the the rhythm of more and more salaries is if the TV money, ESPN or Fox. Well, at some is, point, you got to say enough is enough. I mean, is I would hope much, so. How much can you but get? Every, these guys? But every time I I've thought that over the last twenty five years, I remember the first what was a million, first million, first two million, first four million. It was like holy cow, Jose Canseco's getting forty four million dollars a year, and next thing you know, people are gonna make fifty million. That's a crazy. Year. He's John Senegal. I'm Brian Shackman. This has been episode ninety nine. It's pretty amazing what started in the boredom of the pandemic. Has, on, a, on, has, a Zoom, on a Zoom oh call. My God, it was it wasn't so, even a Zoom call. It was like StreamYard. I don't, yeah. I don't It was just crazy. It's we, didn't a, have any, we haven't had many technical issues or anything. It's been pretty. No, it's, well, you're good on the tech side. You do all that well, stuff. I try I to do it. I, I mean, don't do any of that stuff. Is. I do and, like, I'd rather, I like this format better than sitting in, in, in a Zoom or 
next to each other with a green screen in a basement. Yeah, it's come a long way, and I'm really excited for the winter. We got we got to start lining people up. We got yeses, but we just have to put them on the the holiday season's tough because people want to do it. It's just a question of when you're going to do it. So yeah. uh, we'll get those people lined up it's, for it's you. It's nice to have them in the studio too. That's that's what we try to do because it's more intimate, right? Yeah, Willie and Rico will come in. Rico's not a morning guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like to record in the morning. Rico's Savannah, like the banana guy would be good. Yeah, he's well. He said yes, but the question is, he, he's coming home to Connecticut in the holidays. Uh, uh, Olson, uh, Jackson Olson, uh, qu- it's a question of like, you know, when is he coming and when can we do it? So I'll have to loosen up my morning record because Rico's like, I don't know, I, can't, I don't know if I can get there at nine o'clock. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It'd be nice uh, to hear his perspective on how you know doing all the coaching and because he, he was doing it during the pandemic too, didn't he? I also want to talk to him about the miners and the lifestyle now that the people are paying more attention yeah. to it and getting more money. Because he was a bonus baby, but not a huge bonus. But he was in a ball, you know, with money, whereas other guys were getting just the per yeah. diem and the weekly, you know. So it, it's it's interesting how far it's come. And, and you don't what hear many p- players coming out and complaining. So it'll be in- it's interesting to see did right. it get better. And now they're in the Major League Baseball Players Association, which too, is the great union, for so. them. And it, and if if they're given fifty million, Aaron Judge, I think they should well, be. It does all trickle down, right? It should. It should. <laughs> it, should. it should. It should. To the little people like us, Brian. Exactly. We'll talk to you next time. Buy the merch on Fanbase. A deep dive into the greatest rivalry. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.